Howdy, here's Bonnie with a quick edge. I started podcast recording. What I missed from the beginning was a platform that allowed me to record my interviews with my guests in a way that gives me complete overview over the entire situation, over the audio quality, video quality, internet connection. And exactly after three years of podcasting, I finally found my platform to record on. It's called Sandcaster. It's so easy to record a podcast on Sandcaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high quality podcast right away. Record studio quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layer backups and show you always have your recordings in highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. All you have to do is go to Zencaster.com slash pricing, that's spelled Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com slash pricing and use my code Bonnie's Legends, that's B-O-N-N-I-E-S-L-E-G-E-N-D-S and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster pay plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. another episode of Bonnie's Legends. This is already the third episode of season four and I'm so excited that this conversation is finally coming out. I had this conversation with Alicia from Something You Start Doing one and a half years ago, if you think about it, um, in March 2022, where we both were still in school, in quotes. I was still a student and she was still a teacher in school and we really talked about the transition we're going to experience and um like what we learned what lessons and um what we're excited about to see in the future and i cannot believe i mean this is perfect timing in a way like i think if i just would have published the episode as i wanted to like six months um i think i would have published it in the summer of 2022 but then due to personal reasons i i didn't launch my um season four until december last year and um but this is perfect this feels like a perfect timing to look back on like who we were what our like what really inspired and made us feel excited about this new era and um i'm also so excited to catch up with her in the next couple of months what we're going to do because alicia teamed up together with her friends uh, marion and mary and together they now have to start doing the fast membership and um 
I really, really love it. And I definitely think if you're listening to this episode and you're going to think like, oh my God, this sounds dreamy. I want to, I want, I want this kind of energy in my life. Definitely join the start doing the first membership. And um, yeah, so in this episode, we really talked about um, really the beginnings of Stop Thinking Studying, Alicia's um, business and how it started all with accredited journal and um yeah I really really I remember this conversation I'm recording this intro before I edit it and I'm really excited to re-listen to it and I still remember it very clearly and um so I'm like really excited for this to finally come out and you're listening to this so again the start doing the fast membership is now available it's in a pay what you can support system and which I really really grateful for and um yeah check it out the links is, are in the bio and again I know this is the beginning of the episode but if you like listening to this podcast and generally in general um you can feel free to leave a review on Spotify or Apple Music where uh, Apple Music <laughs> Apple Podcasts if you're listening um on either of those platforms but also this podcast is hosted on Substack so if you're interested in receiving those and receiving emails um, whenever a new episode is dropping and also blog articles that I'm putting out every week um, feel free to subscribe to my Substack all links and social media accounts of Alicia and stuff things that doing community you can find in, in the show notes as well and um, yeah Thank you for being here and um, have fun listening to this. Listeners, we have a legend. We have Alicia Papa here. Right. That's your yeah. name, right? Yeah. yeah. Alicia Papa. You got it. You nailed it. <laughs> we, we're friends. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and we've met um, at Danielle's Consciously Creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in summer. We both were on summer vacations, yeah. summer holidays, off school, and uh, we both joined for morning pages, I think. Mm-hmm. And you were just sitting on your couch with your blanket, like it looked so comfy. And I was just like, "Oh, I think I'm going to join for my couch the next time." <laughs> <Like, laughs> so funny. Yeah, and I was just we were just wiping. I just yeah, we just wiped. Yeah. There was no reason like there was no particular thing we talked about it wasn't it it's just us being us yeah which is beautiful and how like just again leans into like authentic connections like yeah. just showing up as yourself and being able to make those authentic connections and like me not knowing that I'm inspiring you to have this permission that you didn't know you needed yeah and, Yeah. And then just like adding to what you were saying of, I think we both have been such great cheerleaders for each other in each other's lives. Like since we met, we were like, oh my gosh, you're the best, like just constantly. And I am so grateful to you and, you know, our connection and feeling like we were always meant to meet and become friends. Yay. Happy ending. What's your name? Alicia Papa. And also, I want to add to that. I did this thing last year where you looked up the meaning of your name, and I thought it was so cool. So I put together my first and my middle name, and I 
ask anybody else that wants to do this. It's so cool to like put your first and middle name together if you have a middle name. And mine was, so Alicia means noble natured and Marie means star of the sea. So when you put that together, noble natured star of the sea, I was like, I'll take that. Thank you. Thank you. And then being a July baby, like uh, a cancer, like I love that connection. And also I'm, I'm obsessed with water. So it all works. It all it works. matches you. That's some background information on my name. <laughs> you weren't asking for it, but. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm open to it. I don't have a middle name, but kind of, you know, now that this artist name, maybe, you know, I got Bonnie, so it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When's your birthday? When you have birthday in July? Yeah. <laughs> July 1st. Mm-hmm. Wow. So for, oh, wow. A lot of people who have birthday on the first, it's like, you can never miss it. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm also told that the one is supposed to be like a strong line of like leadership, like being born on the first of the Mm -hmm. month. So it's very cool. And I'm trying to embrace that and embody that because that has been a hard thing for me to like accept in my life. Like I always thought I was going to just be somebody that helped people Like I was never the leader. I was always just the helper. And I'm realizing as life is continuing on that I need to be the leader. Like I need to step up because I can see things in a different way and can help people see things clear and embracing that about myself and embodying that and actually living that out. So, you know, that's why I asked you for the podcast because you give so beautiful answers. You are so funny. I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, all right, Alicia, this is not the question that she asked. And you're now on like your third tangent. And then the other part of me that is accepting all of it is like, and this is why she asked you to be on. And then you just confirmed it. So see, I receive. (laughs) All coming to place. Who's your legend? Mm. Um, Okay. It's going to get deep for a minute. Um, and I don't really like talk about this a lot, but I feel like this is the perfect week to share, but I'm going to say my mom, because when I was in fourth grade, she had, um, a hysterectomy and she ended up developing scar tissue and the scar tissue like overgrew her like organs. And she ended up having like 13 surgeries. And through that time, she became addicted to painkillers. So from the time I was like in fourth grade, she was just addicted to drugs and kind of just existing. She would just live in my house and be on the couch. And I always struggled with my like whole life um, of like, why wasn't I enough for her to like choose differently? And I lived that story out like until like I was okay with it. I was I'm 26 years old. And, um, it came to a point where she was going to try rehab for the fourth time. And this was a year before my wedding. And she was trying, she didn't want to go to this rehab. My dad was like kind of forcing her to go and she was trying to check herself out. And, um, you know, I wasn't even clear to be on the list to like people that she could talk to. Like, it was like literally my dad and her twin sister. And, um, they called me and they were like, your mom's trying to check herself out. Like, 
you know, is there anything you would want to say or, you know, to her? And I said, you know, if you don't stay and finish your treatment, you're not going to be invited to the wedding. And if you have followed me, I am now divorced. So um, I always look at things like everything is meant to happen for a reason. And ultimately, I was enough for my mom to choose me, but she also had to choose herself first. And um, so this week was her birthday. This past Wednesday was her birthday. And she now has this incredible job where she works with um like little kids after school and she loves it so much. And on her birthday, the like secretary had a balloon and a sticker and a pencil for her. And like the parents brought in cards and somebody bought in a cake and they brought in balloons for her. And then she came over here for dinner and to see how much, like one of the things that she said was how much her life had changed. Like she was like, if you would have told me five years ago that I would be sitting here and loving my life and be experiencing life like this, I wouldn't have believed you. And, you know, I think that's such, it's such a testament to what people are capable of when that unconditional love is there. Like my mom chose herself and me because of this unconditional love And in turn, that was able to heal her and just be such an inspiration to me. And then she just, you know, she's such a big supporter. Like she listens to the podcast and she watches the YouTube videos. And, um, you know, it's just a message to not only like kids of addicts, but also to addicts that have struggled with addiction like their whole lives, like it is possible for change to happen. And I think that's, yeah, that's really cool to witness and be a part of. That's a legendary story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And it was just interesting when he said the bit about change, because I had someone on the podcast and he was like, I don't have a person as a legend, but I have the ability to change as a legendary thing. And since then, people just come in and tell the stories about the people. And there are always people who choose this ability to change. And I'm like, goodness, he summed it all up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. And that's like, and what I'm learning is like, I've heard this over and over again, is like, change is the one thing in our life that is constant. Like there is always going to be change. And yet we are so opposed to it. We're like, no, what do you mean change? And it's like, no, this is like the 773rd time things have changed (laughs) this month. So why are you still not shocked? Like TikTok, like you're surprised or you're shocked. (laughs) Yeah. It kind of, it kind of matches to the situation I was in when I was sick the two weeks and couldn't do mm-hmm. anything. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't because I was so sensitive to noises. Mm-hmm. And I was like grieving. And I was like jealous of me one month ago because I was like, you know, could dance and I could ride and I did all this. And then I was now that coming out of it, out of the sickness, I realized that I don't want to be anymore that that girl because she got sick because she was stressing herself too much. Yeah. And oh. I was just like, I, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, yeah. why was I jealous of him? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I love that you bring it back to that because it's, it's that reflection of like, you know, that you did that work to reflect on that part of your life. And now not only do you have the gratitude of like feeling better and viewing how you weren't really living as your highest self before. And now you have this new perspective, this new, you know, maybe your perception power has shifted. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, how your perspective can change of it and how you can have this newfound gratitude for life now and be able to make the changes that really light you up and be grateful for it. Yeah. We're playing the Bonnie Sledgeons game now. So you pick a number between one and 20. And then I'm going to ask you the question. Okay. 11. 11. Nice. On Thursday, we had uh, 10 and now we have 11. (laughs) Oh, what was the most beautiful summer of your life? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So I'm going to say this summer, I'm going to say this past summer and because it set me up for the rest of my life. Nice. And yeah, I had this, um, my best friend, her brother has a house out in Maine. Her mom's side of the family is all from Maine. And um, we went up there for a celebration of her mom's life. She had um, lost her battle with cancer in October and her birthday is in July. So we went out to celebrate her life. And um, I had brought my boyfriend with me and Maine had always been a beautiful place for me when I went up with Aaron before. Um, It was like right after I had separated from my ex-husband and we drove up and we got there like at midnight. So it was pitch dark and we were sleeping out in this like trailer. And I woke up the next morning and we were right in front of the lake. And I was like, literally my jaw dropped and I was just staring at the water. And I was like, how? Because, the you know, in the morning at night, it was just black. And then to be there and to wake up to that water and the sun and it was just it was truly magical. And then to be back there with my boyfriend in this, like her brother has insane taste and can get incredible things. So he had this, he has this vacation home. That's absolutely gorgeous. And this beautiful land and to be there and to have this connection with the water and Maine and my best friend and my boyfriend. And it was just, it was so beautiful. And then this summer I started the stop thinking, start doing business. Like I launched my journal in June and I had no idea. Like I had no idea what was going to happen, but I just knew that I needed to do it. And I was doing it and literally just taking things as they moved forward. And you know, I still have no idea where it's going to lead or, but I've released that. I've released that there's an expectation. I've released the timeline and just know that I'm going to keep leaning into what feels like it's next. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I love this. <laughs> I thought you would say last, uh, last summer. Yeah. And I had in my mind when I read the question, I was like, she's choosing last summer. <laughs> yeah. It, well, cause it was, it was such a, I think that was the first time I got to truly live as 
this new version of myself because that whole year I had been doing such growth and such work. Um, but I was still in school and anybody that is a, you know, in school or is an educator in school, um, there, like, there's just something so freeing about summer. Like you get to be this person that exists outside of everything else. And yeah, it's beautiful and magical. And yeah, I'm so happy that, and grateful, grateful that I got to experience it and that set me up for this year and the future. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about that as well, because I realized when I, you know, when I graduated high school, there will be summer holidays, but afterwards there's still holi the holidays. Like it's fall, but I, you know, I'm not anymore in school. And I was just like, yeah. Oh, wow. So I can actually be the summer holiday self then forever. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. And that you have that, you have that ability to create your life that way because yeah. some people would be so scared. Like, yeah. what do you mean this is ending? This is all I've ever known. And I love that your perspective is like, it's only just starting. Like, yeah, I'm but really I'm scared of that start as well. But yeah. yeah, I mean, but that's normal. That's yeah. your brain. Like, that's your brain saying like, some change is going to happen and you don't know it, but you're never going to know it. There's no yeah. amount of planning or predicting that can tell you the future. So you just have to be okay with, it being whatever it is yeah yeah you want to tell a bit about your business stop thinking start doing yeah I would share about that yeah so um I started stop thinking start doing first as an Instagram account which was my motivation to you know lose weight before my wedding because I was very concerned with how I was going to look in my wedding photos. So to know that that was where I started and where I am now is just so crazy to me because the page then like transformed as my life transformed. Um, you know, I went on to get married and then found out my husband was cheating on me and then we got divorced and, you know, um, the pandemic happened and as a special ed teacher, having to completely change the way I did my job. Um, also, my co-teacher went out on maternity leave. So like I had so many things stacked up and I had reached, you know, a, a true place of burnout of not knowing how I was going to continue to keep going. And I really had to turn within and do the inner work to heal myself and just really be more in my moments, like in the moments that my feet are planted in being there and being grateful for the life that I was living. And that led me to, um, journaling and from journaling, I really loved the ability to reflect. And that was what I was saying to you in the beginning of this episode, um, the ability to reflect because so many people are just unconsciously living their lives and never reflecting, never looking back. And that's when we grow. Like when you spend that time to look back and reflect and think about yourself and what's going on, that's, you know, when you can grow and recognize the places you need to grow. Um, so I had started doing bullet journaling. And as a teacher, I was like doing the 
the whole like spreads and the weekly logs and um, also being a recovering perfectionist, like making sure everything was lined up and straight and colored and, um, and I just, I couldn't keep going like that anymore. So I had the idea to make a guided journal. And when that idea came to me, it felt like everything just flowed through me. Like I got the pages designed. I started, you know, making the accounts to get the journals made up. I started the copyright. I worked on the website and everything just started coming together. And I realized um, that this was something I was really passionate passionate about like mindfulness practices and growing your mindset and I realized that the more I talked about it the more people were interested and wanted to have conversations and were grateful to hear me share about what I was experiencing and you know to me I never really thought of it like that because I was always like well who wants to hear me talk about like anything and I feel like you know, so many people feel that way, but you never know what people need to hear until you start sharing it. Um, so yeah, so now I am a mindfulness coach and I have some mindset programs, um, Perception Power, which you were a part of, and, you know, hearing your reflections and your takeaways and the way the work that I was delivering to you really, really affected your life was just so cool to feel and receive and to know that I was doing, I am doing the work that needs to be done and that people are willing to do it and look within themselves. Um, so thank you. Thank you for being a part of that. Um, and then I do the Start Doing With Me membership, which has been such a cool thing because it was so organic for me to start doing, which is a funny way to say that. <laughs> I didn't realize. Um, but I wanted something that was, you know, low energy because as being a teacher right now, like I am low, I am low on the amount of energy I can put out and low on the amount of energy I can like take back in. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And so I came up with this idea of like doing these little lives on these topics and then coming up with like journal prompts and PDFs that walk the, you know, members a little bit deeper on each topic. So, so far I've done like habits and intention setting. And we talked about like affirmations and intentions and how your energy affects like what you want to do and how you can plan around your energy and, um, and then I do a Q&A at the end of the month, which is amazing because I love being able to hear what people are struggling with and be able to give that feedback and suggestions. And then we do an intentional time every Sunday. So every Sunday night, we log on and we set an intention for ourselves and we work. And I think it's so cool because it literally, it literally can be for anybody. Like, you know, people that want to work on content or people that are signed up for a course and are having a really hard time with staying committed to getting it done or people that, you know, I used it last week to pack my lunches and get myself set up because that was all I could do at the time. Um, so I think it's so cool. And I'm just really grateful to be doing this work in this way and seeing it as, 
you know, just the beginning, like the tip of the iceberg and everything is going to be, you know, growing from that. So yeah, so that's a little bit. Oh, and we also have the podcast. I started the, um, we started the Stop Thinking, Start Doing podcast with my best friends. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't listened to our podcast, we would love if you would go check it out. It's the three of us and we talk about, you know, the power of different things. Um, and then we share our stop thinking, start doing moments. And it's really cool to hear the feedback from that as well, because what people are letting us know that they're being exposed to these mindfulness conversations and these mindset conversations, but they love that we include these stop thinking, start doing moments because they're tangible. Like they're hearing how we are experiencing these things and can see it being reflected and mirrored back into their own lives. And I think that's so cool because I didn't really, you know, we've, we thought about why we were doing it, but to hear it actually coming, you know, to fruition that way is really cool. So yeah, that's, that's a little bit more. I'm a huge listener of the podcast. <laughs> is a big cheerleader. And I love about the episodes and what kind of, you know, I was kind of, I don't know, gets, does the podcast get edited? Like, do you edit your podcast episodes or do you just like, like cutting things out? Yeah. No. See, you know, I had some troubles because uh, I released, you know, the three seasons and I released some episodes cut and some not. And every time I was like on a break and I saw like the weekly update, like who were like which episode did best. And there were always kind of episodes that were uncut. And then, you know, my regret is kind of coming in and I'm like, well, maybe I said something there, what I shouldn't have, you know, this yeah. regret feeling. And I was just like, and listening to podcasts like yours, where I'm like, wait, they don't cut them. And I love them. And I love that there are bits where they realize, like in your episodes, what I love about your conversations is that you really hear your realizations out of your mind. I mean, you like start singing and stuff. I really love this so much. And I was just like, well, I love them. So that's why where people off my episodes as well when they unedited so yeah oh well thank you so much my like my heart is so full hearing you say that because that's how it feels like we are literally just verbally processing yeah. and that's what we realized like the power of because we had started we had always had such powerful conversations but like to to be able to have these conversations with each other and ask each other these questions and then also being our silly goofy selves like it's just it's literally just who we are and I think it's so cool to see like to hear you say like you know I love it so much because of this and to to be on the receiving end and being like you love just us being us and yeah. like I think that's such a cool like message to receive back because I think so many of us think that life is about receiving because you did something yeah. like actions life matter. What were, yeah. What, what actions did you do to be able to receive that when you can flip the story and be like, no, I received it simply because I deserve to receive it. Like they like us and love listening because we're us. And how cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. Really. It's, you know, it will be kind of, it would be very 
boring podcast if you're free which is sit down and like say the facts and like how you can change when you don't but you hear like your conversations like how you change you tell stories and I just I just love it <laughs> good 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 well we'll keep it up we'll keep it up and we just did um I think it's our eighth episode um and we recorded it on the couches so nice. it's so cool because <laughs> this is the first time we don't have like the headset on and we're able to like feel like we're in a conversation so mm-hmm. I think that's I want to say that's either May or June's episode but you should listen to all of them if you haven't because they're so good and also like it's so cool and I'm sure you like this is your what fourth season is that what you said yeah yeah like how cool it feels to have something like that behind you yeah. like to say how many episodes you've done because you know for me I was someone that didn't really stick to things consistently. Like I went all in on something for like a little bit and then I would get burned out and not be able to keep doing it. So to say like, you know, you're four seasons in, we have, you know, nine episodes recorded, like, and I think that's proof to people. Like if you are someone that has struggled with doing things consistently and, you know, always wanted to be able to, but never thought it was for you, like, people feel that way and they still show up and it happens so it's possible yeah and it's also even if you don't want to share your podcast like even if you don't want to create visuals and stuff for instagram and stuff you can just do a podcast because it's literally so easy you can even record on your phone and just share your thoughts and put them online you don't even you don't even have to care if people are listening it's like kind of therapeutic yeah therapeutic yep therapeutic yeah thank you yeah well and that's what I mean by the verbal processing because so many people don't allow that space for themselves like we get you know one of the things that I heard was you can't fix the problem with the brain that created the problem so I feel like there's something about verbally releasing it and being able to either have yourself hear what you're saying or have other people hear what you're saying. And I feel like there's something about there. I mean, there is something that switches when you start to hear yourself. And I'm like, and you could say like, whoa, 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 like what is going on? And I think that's when true, like true things come out. Yeah. And I always think about like, I struggled in school with, you know, academics and I was always so self-conscious of like writing because I was scared to be judged and mess up. And you know, there's something so freeing about just talking because you don't have to worry about, you know, did you make that spelling error or, you know, did you use the punctuation correctly? Like (laughs) you just talk and people can hear and take away what you need them to hear and take away. Yeah. I love that. I love your podcast. Everybody (laughs) should go after this podcast. Everybody should go listen to something. Yeah. Yeah. Go follow us. (laughs) Go listen. Uh, something that you said while you shared your, st- your journey was that you came to a point where you le- realized you cannot go on anymore and you felt burnout and then you started journaling how did you do the switch how did the switch work did something inspire it because you know, I think, I, yeah you know, a lot of people <laughs> are like struggling with it and like I'm burned out what can I do? And you can get into a slump where you're just like, well, there's nothing, nothing I can do. Like, how did you figure out that journaling? And yeah. Yeah. I think it was, um, I'm going to use the word sacrifice. 
Yeah. Because I think it's both, it's one sacrificing your comfort because you got to this point for a reason and you are going to need to sacrifice something to change. So for me, I realized that I needed to create space for myself in the mornings before I was even touched or talked to or looked at by anybody else. I realized I needed to create this, like, I call it now my magic, my magical mornings, but I needed to be able to create that in order to fill myself up to be I don't want to use the word used, but like to be depleted then because I was, you know, ready to be out in the world. And whereas before I was just depleted and it was just going into the negatives. So to, to say, how do you get started? I think it really is being willing to experiment Mm -hmm. and see what works for you and be willing to stick with something. Like if you're saying you're going to experiment, find, you know, different things that you would want to do. I ended up, you know, I started my meditation practice. I started my breath work practice, the journaling, um, moving my body, like mindfully moving my body, because, you know, as I was saying, the origin story of stop thinking, start doing, like, I never had a good relationship with my body. Like never, like as a little kid, I still hated my body and, um, to be in this point now where I love and accept my body and am grateful for the way I can move it. And then to know that, you know, your body needs to be moved just to release energy, like, and giving myself that. So finding what works for yourself and then staying consistent with it, because nothing happens overnight and nothing is going to change. And I always view it as like, you know, when you're working out a muscle, that's what you're doing. You're building up the capacity to have, you know, be able to hold more. And that's what you're doing when you're doing like these habits consistently, you have to build that muscle to be able to continue doing it. And I think so many people start and then stop and you never truly get to the place where you feel what it truly feels like to be taking care of yourself. Because when you stop, I'll tell you like from experience, when you're doing those things and you stop doing them, you feel this gap in your life that you're like, oh, wow, I'm really not taking care of myself. And I know it now because I know what it feels like to take care of myself. So just telling people like experiment with what feels good, pick something and figure out which way it works for you. Experiment with the mornings, experiment after work or school, experiment before bed, like what works for you and know that it doesn't have to be what somebody else does. Because a lot of people like come to me, especially because I post so much about my meditation and breath work and want to know exactly how I do it. And it's like, it's different for everybody. Like it's, it gets to be what you make it. And Nobody is going to stick to anything that they can't sustain. Like if I told you like every morning I run five miles, like if that's not your jam, you're not going to keep doing that consistently. And what kind of energy are you putting out when you're just living somebody else's, you know, thoughts? Yeah. Well, 
that was a pretty good preview for the perception power program. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it really reminded me of it. And I was just like, well, listeners, this is a very good preview for the perception power program. Yeah, it's and I I look back at like making that program because I was so scared. I was so nervous because, again, like saying like, well, who am I to say anything? And I think it was you that told me like the way I weave in my story and the way like that's what resonated with you, the way I teach, you know, about the topic, but then bring it back to my personal experience. And that made me feel like, you know, that there's some credit that you can't earn by getting a certificate or, you know, it's like this lived in experience that unless you've lived it, you know, you share through your life. Yeah. I don't know which video it was where you shared it, but I was just like, because uh, I think it was, it was one of the videos where it was like, I don't want to say dry, but it was like dry facts about how the brain works. And then you put your, uh, I think it was your divorce story into it. And that was just, then, you know, then it clicked. Then the dry stuff clicked and it was suddenly wet, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's like in school when, yeah, it's like in school, you you see that, I don't know, I heard that you were kind of a teacher in that way that you teach, you know, because, you know, when you're in school and you have a teacher who's just saying all these facts, it's kind of boring and you don't really want to study them because it's boring. But if you have a teacher who's like entertaining you with the facts, you also want to study the facts. So, um, yeah, that's, that was the part, whatever you liked. About the yeah. Facts. Well, thank you. That's my, and that's my teaching strategy with like my kids in school too. Like that's why I love, so I'm a language arts teacher. So that's reading and writing. And I love, like we read the outsiders and I love being able to have the kids connect to the kid, like the kids in the story, like their stories and have them be invested. And I love like year after year, the outsiders, which was made so long ago, like watching these kids still connect and cheer for, you know, the greasers. It's so, it's so cool to see. And, you know, I love, hearing that my teaching style really comes through in that way and yeah it's really awesome yeah Yeah. you're kind of dream teacher I would love to have my school (laughs) I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying to get because we're doing our teen talks and yeah it's been oh I can't even tell you we only had one so far and we had one girl show up and she is amazing she it was like like our angel, like to come into our worlds and, um, you know, share about herself and, and to watch her growth and her confidence grow in just that like hour of being together. Um, and to watch my friends too, like, because I'm an educator. So like, you know, the, my friends teach in my district, but like, I don't get to see them teach because I'm teaching when they're doing their things and to like watch them and be like yeah that's my best friend like being like I love seeing the way that they are simply just them and how cool that is to see come together and the way we are showing up for the teens in you know our lives and hopefully we can continue to make it teens in the world because that's you know truly what we want to do. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was asking about that. Do you, so it's right now it's in person, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, But I'm hoping in the future we can make it that there's like a link that you can join us and, you know, be there virtually. I would love to join. <laughs> Bonnie's like, all right, add the link for next time because I want to come. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I want to, can I book a flight? I want to go yeah. there. Like, oh, can I join via FaceTime? You know, just put a phone up there. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. We'll make sure that happens. You will get to a teen talk series. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but also the Perception Power program was like so opening. And like when you're at a point where you're like, okay, I have to do something now. Like it was really like, I mean, you know, I'm still in the change, you know, also with this uh, sickness with these migraines attacks coming up. I mean, that was that's just part of the change journey right now. <laughs> um But I realized that I need to change my perception on things and that especially this last year in school, I don't want to get, you know, stuck into the system again and stuck into this mindset. And uh, I was kind of already challenging before, but then, you know, then something really small comes up and it's just hitting you and you're back in your old mindset. And we're... Christmas holidays and I think the days between Christmas and New Year's Eve are just a slump <laughs> because you're like well the New Year is coming up I can't start something now like what do I do and you really like just confronted with yourself in your bedroom <laughs> so I was just like because I you know you started the perception power program beginning of December and I didn't really have time because I was sick back then too a week and then I had all these exams and then I was just like ah oh. and then holidays were and then I was just like well you know what I just do that now so I started doing it and it was like really it it was the start of this change journey that I'm on and even now you know I haven't finished it but even you know something comes up and I'm like oh Alicia told me that and then I'm like you know connecting it to it and um yeah just help me so much oh that's amazing and that feels and like to hear you say that and to say that like now you know this and now you can speak on it and like how like I always picture when and I don't like spiders but I love this visual of spider webs like I'm spinning this web and every time that I connect and meet with someone else like I'm helping them expand their web so that more people, because like, that's what it is. It truly is like you waking up and you being aware of these new choices that you have control over and viewing what you don't have control over and then being able to make those changes in your life. And I think the biggest like testimony of anything is just making the changes for yourself in your life and other people being like, oh, why is she so happy? Or like, what, what is she doing? Because like her life, like she is lit up by her life. And it's like, that's the work, like, and letting people say like, you know, you can do this too. This is possible for you. If you want to invest in yourself and make the changes in your life, it just has to come from within. Yeah. And you know, what's funny. I just realized that before I started doing the program. I um, I was kind of considering going to the university after, you know, after graduating high school, like everybody does, or like starting, uh, how is it called? Um, 
not working, but like, uh, wait, let me look it up. Like an intern? Yeah, just, wait, wait, I'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> I have the German word in my mind. You know, sometimes there's still German words in my mind. I'm like, yeah, I need to look up the word. <laughs> um, yeah, like, a, like an education for a specific job. Okay. So like whether you go to university or you go on an education yeah. and, you know, I saw my classmates, although I'm not friends, like I'm just friends of two of them. And I, but I saw them like telling like, yeah, I, I go to, I don't know, law school and other like um, get the education for a job as a, uh, I don't know, something. And I was just seeing that. And then I was on the row and I was just like, well, I just continue writing and doing my podcast and maybe starting my publishing company. But I felt like so little because it's not considered a real job. Um, so I was just like, yeah, maybe I should go to university and stuff. And then I did the perception power program and I changed my perception <laughs> and I got to know my perception. And the first day after, after we've done I think it was the last meeting was like the last holiday day. And then I went to school and I was sitting the entire day in school and was like, no, nah, I don't go to university. This is not, this is not my world. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I learned, I got to know, I got to meet my perception and I got to know it. And now I know that if you're, if you're broken, I know how to view it and change it. So I was just like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not, no. Nah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I love that. And I love how like empowered you are by that, like, yeah. and that flipping that instead of it seeing as, you know, you're so small flipping that and saying like, no, you have, you have infinite possibilities yeah. in front of you and yeah. you now get to create whatever you want to create. Yeah. Yeah. And this, and I got the perception now, like what I can do, like what my mental health is saying yes to and what it says not to. And, um, yeah, especially now that the first final exams that had happened and that stressed me very much. And I think that's why I got sick, just to realize, like, I can't, my body's not keeping up with it. It's just like, yeah, I don't think I would have reflected that way if I wouldn't have done the program. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you and with you because, you know, there's so many people that sign up to be a part of programs and then you know, don't do them. And it's very easy. Like I've done it too. And to say that, like, it's about leaning in and doing the work and following through with it, like letting it be a part of your life afterwards, because that's when you really see the change, like, like implementation over just consumption, like you have to be able to embody these new things because that's how you create new in your life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um uh you want to talk about the journals or did you yeah, I think we kind of talked about it. Yeah. anything you want to talk about more deep. Yeah. No, I just I if you want to wrap up, I just want to say like I'm so grateful. Like I truly truly am like 
we were talking about this, I think, before we started recording, but we both didn't know, like, we both randomly showed up on some, like, Thursday night call, and I remember after that call, I was like, oh my gosh, I love the two of them so much, like, it was you and Kate, and I was like, I am so grateful that I've met them, like, what cool, magical people, and, you know, to be here a year later, and, like, I still talk to Kate, I still talk to you, like, the way we still are like cheering each other on. And, you know, I think it's just such a, again, a testament to like, everything happens for a reason. And the people that you're meant to meet will show up in your life. Like, we are nowhere near each other, like how we found each other. And like, what our like niches are, like, we would have never met outside. You know what I mean? So like, I just, I love that like destiny feeling and like just saying thank you for coming into my life when you did and for being, you know, a teacher to me and letting me be a teacher to you. Thank you. You too. <laughs> you give everything back. I'm like, I give the love back. <laughs> oh. Every moment, if you look at it as something magical can happen, if I'm open to allowing it to come in and being on that like frequency of being grateful for everything that you already have and everything that's already on its way to you.